All right, we have our sports update. Pleased to be joined once again from Chuang Daily Sports Editor Jim Bully. Hello. Good morning. Good morning to you. Let's start with the MLB. Uh, Yang Yanzhong making his MLB debut uh, for the Texas Rangers. How did that go? Yeah, Yang Yanzhong became the 26th Korean-born baseball player to appear in the major leagues on Monday, debuting with the Rangers against the uh, Los Angeles Angels, he pitched four and one-third innings in relief, gave up five hits and two runs while striking out one for a 4.15 ERA. I, you know, I mean, it's a pretty impressive outing. A lot of uh, media reports focused on those two runs, but four over four innings for a relief pitcher in their MLB debut is pretty impressive. In fact, it's the second longest uh, debut in relief in Texas Rangers history. Yeah, so uh, you, you take the good with the bad. He, he wasn't a starter. He had a, a pretty long uh, relief outing here. Um, gave up a couple of runs. Always difficult to come in in the middle of the game, but um, hopefully uh, it bodes well for him. We had um, a similar situation where not too high expectations with Kim Gong-hyun, which we'll uh, talk very shortly about. So hopefully he can follow that path as uh, the uh, fellow sort of elite lefty coming out of the KBO Speaking of King Gwanghyun, um, St. Louis Cardinals, uh, he also uh, uh, come at, came about and has uh, done pretty well for himself this week. Yeah, Kim picked up his first win of the 2021 season. Um, he did so with his career best uh, eight strikeouts um, in a single game in uh, five and two-thirds of an inning with one earned run against the Reds on Friday. Um, I think maybe the most interesting uh, little tidbit from that game is that Kim also picked up his first, well, his first career MLB hit, but mm. presumably his first career hit, period, because mm. the career has the designated theater system. Um, which, you know, a lot of uh, MLB pitchers go through their career with none or maybe one hit the, across the entire time. So in his second season uh, with the cards, for, for Kim to be picking up a little knock is quite impressive, I think. Yeah, uh, it, it, it wasn't necessarily um, a, a, a deafening swing that uh, <laughs> tore the cover off the ball, but uh, a nice little dribbler to the pitcher uh, getting him on base. But as you rightly say, a pitcher is not known uh, for that prowess and uh, per- perhaps the first time in his uh, professional career. I'm sure as a high schooler or, you know, on the sandlots, he's he's probably bopped the ball um, around a bit being an elite athlete himself. But uh, kudos to him and uh, pitching well, which is, of course, uh, the most important thing. On the other hand, and we're talking about these former elite KBO southpaws, Yu Hyunjin, perhaps the most significant name out of the three of the Toronto Blue Jays, really kind of going the opposite direction. A rough week. What happened there? Yeah, Ryu left the mound in the fourth inning um, against Tampa Bay Rays on Sunday with what the Blue Jays said at the time was a minor glute strain. Um, and it's, it was very unclear for most of the week. After the game, Ruby said he didn't think he was injured. It was nothing. It was just a, a twinge that he hadn't felt before. He'd be fine. Um, over the next few days, he was checked up. The Blue Jays said that, uh, you know, it wasn't that big of an issue. He probably hadn't stretched correctly, that kind of thing. And then suddenly on Wednesday or yesterday, career time, um, he was slapped onto the 10-day injured list. So it's still not expected to be a big deal, but he is missing some playing time. Um, I mean, not hugely concerning, but Rude does have, I mean, he's spent a fair amount of his career on the IL, but has avoided it pretty well. 
Um, certainly since moving to Toronto, he hasn't been on since uh, since 2019. So a little bit concerning to see him out and not still not entirely clear how serious that injury is, but he's certainly missing a start, hopefully back the end of next week. Right. The hope being that this is really more of an overabundance of caution on the uh, the Blue Jays' side uh, to uh, put him on the 10-day DL, just basically give him a, a rest between uh, his scheduled starts. But as you say, um, he has had injuries before. He has had lower body injuries before. And so you don't want this to uh, completely be too disruptive for him uh, for the season. Moving on to the KBO. Jim, a big week for the uh, Samsung Lions. Yeah, the Samsung Lions took sole, I mean, they don't have it anymore, but they briefly took a sole lead in the KBO on Wednesday night for the first time in over 2,000 days since October 2015. They now share the lead with the LG Twins, which is interesting in its own right because um, the Twins head to debut this weekend, so that's setting us up for a very interesting weekend series. Um, But yeah, for the Samsung Lions, you know, you and I will both remember the the almost 20 years that they dominated Mm. the KBO and then that 2015 season, everything went wrong. And from 2016 onwards, they just plummeted yeah. pretty much into the bottom half of the table all season round for five years. To see them back up now among the top teams is very exciting. Um, you know, whatever this sort of uh, uh, generation change, it wasn't really a generation change, just a, a change in mindset, a change in um, approach to how to manage the club that's happened over the five years seems to finally be wrapping up um, and the Lions are coming back. I think it is worth mentioning, talking about Samsung, though, that that, that, that comeback is stilted and they did lose 9-0 to the NC Dinos last night, which is notable because during that game, NC Dinos catcher Yang Wiji became the first catcher in KBO history to hit for the cycle. Wow. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. It's a bit of a surprise, I think uh, we can say, but uh, we'll see if they can continue their momentum. Another surprise the other way, Jim, has been the QM Heroes. Uh, we thought they'd be a little bit more competitive here. How are things looking? Yeah, the QM Heroes, definitely a surprise. Um, in, the, in my preseason preview, I asked the question, you know, what are the QM Heroes without Kim Ah-sung? And the result was surprisingly not very mm. like uh, not very good at all. They uh, the heroes started with a very rough slide for the first few weeks of the season. It it looked like in a very competitive KBO they were the only team that wasn't in the fight. Um, they finally broken that this week. Sadly, they've broken it on the back of my own Dusan Bears um, coming back, edging their way back up the table a little bit, starting to look a little bit more competitive. They are now at ninth place rather than 10th, unfortunately, for the Hamwa Eagles. That means that they're back in familiar territory in 10th place. Um, they're starting to look you know, like a team that remembers how to play competitive baseball. So good news for the heroes and good news for the, for the, for the entire league as well, because I think this is the first season that I can remember where it's, in, it's still incredibly tight. Now, we're only 20 games into the season, but still, normally you've got the bottom couple of teams starting to drop off a little bit. And maybe the last few seasons you had the Dinos or the Bears starting to to pull out in front, even by this stage. And that's really not happening this year. Yeah, and so that parity, the idea that all the fan bases can feel that they have some shot, uh, at least for making the playoffs right now with just that uh, 4.5 game separation from first to last, uh, does seem like that will generate and uh, keep interest uh, pretty high. 
Let's move on to football. You talked about the uh, Super League debacle last week. One of the teams involved was that uh, were the uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, They have now uh, gone on to uh, face off against Manchester City in the final of the Carabao Cup. Cup. Um, How did they perform there? Yeah, well, not well. Um, (laughs) After such a turbulent week, um, Spurs, the Carabao Cup is uh, one of the kind of... um, Outside the league cups, uh, it's not the FA Cup; it's, it's the other one. Um, but it, you know, it was still a chance for some silverware, which Spurs have needed for a very long time. They lost one till one nil to Manchester City, and frankly, they were lucky they didn't lose by more. Um, City controlled the game, sixty-two percent of the possession, twenty-one shots on goal to, to only only two mm. that Spurs had. Um, Sonningman, you know, did nothing for the entire game. It was just a really, really. Um, sad outing for a team that, you know, at the start of the season we were getting very excited about. They'll be back this coming weekend. Um, They're facing off against Sheffield United, who are the bottom-ranked team in the Premier League. So hopefully that could be an easy game that helps them get back on their feet a little bit. All right. Uh, 30 seconds left. Just talk about this uh, COVID outbreak for the national wrestling team. 27 members of the Korean wrestling team, that includes staff, um, that attended Olympic qualifiers in Almaty, Kazakhstan, have tested positive for COVID-19. Half of them are currently in Korea. The other half had gone on to Sofia, Bulgaria, where they were still competing for Olympic spots. There's now a big question mark over whether they'll actually be able to do that with this outbreak among the players. Yeah, and it really does give some pause for people uh, heading over to Tokyo right now with the uh, state emergencies that they're in uh, with the uh, COVID outbreak. Jim, as always, thank you very much and uh, really appreciate you uh, filling in. Hopefully, uh, talk again soon. Thank you. That is going to do it for our program. Coming up next is Life Abroad, hosted by Na Yun. We are going to be uh, taking a short break for the weekend. We hope you enjoy your weekend, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you at Monday on 7 a.m. This has been Henry Shin. Goodbye.